Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Newly Dads. Welcome back. I'm glad you guys are still listening and it's, it's wonderful that you do because actually it, uh, it keeps us busy. Keeps us busy. Keeps us, and keeps us away from the kids for two minutes, which is lovely. We do love it. People have been telling me you're doing road trips listening to it, which I love. Oh, yeah. Loads of people binged it on road trips, haven't they? That's yeah. Good. And I think yeah. that's a really lovely thing. It is a road trippy thing to do. And apparently yeah. it, it makes it easier. So this week, we've got your sister on, Amelia, a bit later on. Which is actually amazing because Amelia is, I can't say this when she's here, but quite literally, Amelia is my favorite person on the planet. What? She is. What about me? Fuck off. Well, I... I okay, right, okay, 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 wait, wait, wait. Either Amelia or I have to disappear immediately. Who goes? You. Fuck off. No. Yeah. No. I'm so sorry. What the fuck? I would not do that to you. I literally said to you the other day, you're my favourite person on the planet. Yeah. I love my sister so Clearly. much. Clearly. It's a long relationship we've had. Yeah, but that's... I'm the father it's nearly of nearly 40 kids. years. Personally, I just think she's quite phenomenal in loads of ways. I'm I just fucking I, chopped liver. There's something about Amelia that I think is just quite wonderful. And I think we'll probably get into this later. She just makes me very happy. And you can't choose your family. And I didn't choose her. And yet I found someone that I just really genuinely enjoy their company. And I think that's really special. What I love me? you. I, I make you happy, love you. I'm very fond of you. You're a good one. Fuck off. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. And we are... The Newly Dads. The Newly Dads. Great. Let's really try good. that again. We are the Newly Cancelled. Newly Dads. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Molly. And we are... The Newly Dads. And the twins this week are... 16, 16 weeks, weeks old. Oh, it's that bloody noise, isn't it? Isn't that lovely? I always think that's the kind of start of our podcast. Okay, today we're trying... It's called Americo Dawadop. I don't know what that means. I don't speak Portuguese, but it is a Portuguese wine. The week before, we were talking about sucking snot in the middle of the restaurant. Lovely. With the direct from the nose, direct from the sauce itself. This week, Apollo has gone up to 210 mil feeds each time, which is a bit more for him. And he's a bit more active. And a couple of times, he's been bouncing up and down. And both times, he's managed to throw up goat's milk all over me, in my mouth. Now, that was quite fabulous, that I thought. That is absolutely... Absolutely fucking horrific. I hate milk. I fucking hate milk. The fact that we drink this liquid that comes from a different animal is bizarre to me. We probably should say that goat's milk is one of those things that we have to use because I think the kids are lactose intolerant. It's absolutely revolting. So had it already been in Apollo's acidic stomach and then throw up in your mouth, it was warm. that is absolutely 
It was literally fucking revolting. Goat's milk, regurgitated goat's milk, tastes like wet sand. It's fucking disgusting. I've just swallowed a bit of wine and actually that just made me gag. Do you know what I mean? I also think I've got sick on my trousers. I definitely, we went and did that private parts podcast with Jamie the other day and I had sick all over my trousers. You did. But again, that's part of being a parent and that's Uh, something that we've now appreciated. Sick, I don't give a flying fuck about because it's something that happens. I was a sicky child. Turns out Apollo is too. So this week we were very lucky because Cosmos smiled. The idea that our daughter finally smiled was something quite extraordinary. It's not a fart, it's not a poo, it's not a milk drunk. It's it's basically the fact that they're looking at you being like, that's my daddy. It was amazing. It was it was something that was really special. She's got such bright blue eyes as well, hasn't she? She's beautiful She's really, eyes. really, really pretty now. She is pretty. You can see more expression in her. So she's more together, isn't she? So she's, she's actually more like, her eyes are more kind of direct to you. But I think that's just part of it. Because I think they get to this age now when they start smiling, they're engaging and they're noticing things. They're not, they're not so all over the place. But also she's a girl. She's more superior. Like yeah, she, she is. They, they, she develop, is. they develop faster. They do. Apollo just wants to sleep. He's a baby that is the laziest thing in the world and basically just wants to sit there and chill the fuck out. And if any disturbance happens, he hates it. It's such a weird change where you go from like this no, no smile, like all over the face, like look, no expression. And then suddenly she gives you expressions. Like it's a completely different dynamic. It's, it's It like elevates it, I think. Yeah, I'm in okay. love with those children I and I will make sure that they can open their mouths and catch flies and laugh and smile and daydream all day long so last week was our wedding anniversary episode and we finally celebrated it on saturday didn't we did? and i was in charge of organizing that was something i that did the year before so you, you did, did but year. i organized this year and i thought it was actually quite wonderful we went to some lovely places we did yep we started off at the savoy in the american bar yep and, and we had a martini or two there yeah then we went to the, the Connaught. Connaught. and then we went to scott's yeah i had a lovely dinner this is like dad's night off celebrating my wedding anniversary i think halfway through that i decided that i was missing the babies a little bit because it's really weird the idea that we're away from the babies for a little bit and it's fine we can be away from the babies that's not a problem they're being looked after but the idea of staying away from them <clears> that <throat> night when we were in chelsea and we were going to stay in chelsea okay so ollie booked this hotel and it was amazing and then we get up to the room and then you're basically just like and bearing in mind we're like five minutes away from home you were like i can't be away from the babies it's the first night where i can't do it i want to go home i think you could actually probably go into slightly more if what, you want what to more? <laughs> what more gareth put the tv on no i didn't right no uh, basically, yes no, you did no. i yeah, didn't because basically you were waiting for the champagne to come up and then you were just fart assing around i was like look so we, you look, put on Gogglebox, set, which we've never watched in our entire no, life but who wants to keep the tv on you want well, to keep, I got you into had to it. watch it to the end. I got into it a little bit, actually, and then, because Gogglebox is quite a good We've show obviously booked end, a hotel out. room, and then, like, obviously, it's our, our anniversary night. And then Ollie's like, oh, I want to go home, I want to go home. And I'm like, hang on a minute. Like, we're with the kids all the time. Like, all of this, we're so immersed in it. I was like, we've got one night off, and we just make this night about us. And actually, that's a very big thing, because basically, we were just like, we need to focus on each other at least once a week, and, like, do something nice for each other once Which a week. Which we are trying to do. Yeah, to be fair, you got some action. Yes, you yeah. did get some yeah, action. No, and then as soon as everything was over, you jumped up, and you're like, I want to go home now. And I'm like, God, I feel like a whore. You've taken me to a hotel room, and now you just want to go and check out. So basically, I'm then in a half thinking, right, we've got this night. I wanted to just be there with you, watch a film, like, cuddle up and just be with you on our own. I want, honestly, I know it sounds silly, but I needed to hear them. I needed to be close to them. I've never had this before, but it was a situation that I needed to be in a room that was near them. And this just shows we are now parents. I always say, and I have done a million times, that you're no longer the lead character in your own book when you have a baby. But I never believed it until a situation where we were having a lovely time, just you and I, and I wasn't with them. And I couldn't hear if they started stirring 
And I know someone else is going to look after them that night, but I need to hear them stir and to make sure they were okay. And that was just how I felt. And that sounds really silly, but that's absolutely truth as well. And I, I miss them. You're a lot more sensitive than I am, to be fair. And I got where you're coming from, but also I got the importance to just be like, we just need to take a night for us tonight. Again, this is marriage. We do have arguments every now and then we do, but in the end, we've got lovely babies. We have a lovely life. We do our bits and pieces. And I just, I I didn't know how much I loved them until that day. Now I'm really, really excited because today we have my sister here. Amelia Locke. There are so many locks in the room. You didn't even change your last name. You might as well be a locksmith. That's how good the that's last name Locke is. That's not funny, is it? No, that's, no, that's not, not funny, funny at all. Out of all Locke jokes, but that's not good. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but you're not Locks. We're Locke Locks. We're Locke yeah, Locks, exactly. mate. Locke Locke, who's there? <laughs> so my sister obviously has known me since the moment I was born. So there's no one that knows me better than Amelia. I thought it was a really good decision right now to bring Amelia onto the podcast to have some general tomfoolery. So Amelia is my slightly older sister. She's two and a half years older than me, two years, three months. Yes, thank you. I'm glad uh, you corrected that. I did. So you come today dressed as one of those like strong women from those, do you know the wartime adverts? I know exactly what you mean. She does look a bit like that. I know that you think I I look like a land girl. Wait, how do you know that? very strong women from World War II. Britain needs you. Britain does need me and I need this hairband to cover my greys. Talk about hairband. Amelia not only is my sibling, but she makes hats and I always find this really funny because you make hats and it's called Feather and Bloom and it's a company that if you're at Ascot or whatever like that just contact Amelia because she will sort you out with a hat One however what's the funny situation when you say to people you're this a milliner listen to this this is really good okay so when people ask what I do and I say I'm a milliner they hear <laughs> millionaire <laughs> they're like oh that's so they congratulate nice. being like no, they you. just <laughs> think I'm some really cocky rich person so, and then I say no no I make hats and they go, crikey, I thought you had dogs. They think I'm saying, mate, cat. It's <laughs> like, hmm, what That's do I choose? Amazing. Cocky rich person or Wait. cat mater? I now go, I make hats and tap <laughs> and my you- head. Hats. Hats. Yeah. I, also, who the fuck is mating cats for a living? You're not getting money from that. <laughs> cat like, no breeders. One, does anyone pay for cats? Is of course they do. I feel like cat I, breeders. There's a, there's a, yes, of course. There's a very famous dog and cat home over there that I can go and get a free cat from. I think cats literally give nothing back. Who's paying for cats? I hate no, cats. People pay I hate for cats. cats. Dogs fucking pay everything for it. Gotta buy be a big grand business. For a dog. If also, I, what if people go, oh my God, it's two grand for a dog. That's so expensive. I'm like, it's for like 15 years. That's a bloody good investment. The amount of love you get from that. Buying the Come dog out. is not the expensive bit. I pay millions every month on pet insurance. Well, luckily, luckily you're a millionaire. millionaire. <laughs> <I> just, uh, <laughs> so hang on a minute. How long does this confusion take? So they're like, I'm a millionaire. And then you're like, no, I make cats. To well, be honest, it happened twice. And then I got my story straight and I got the actions. I'm, it's now like charades every time everyone says, what do you It's do? like when you click for like the signing on the TV. You're just like, <laughs> how do you sign? I make hats. And I also whip my phone out straight away and say, look, I'll show you. And then there's a hat and hopefully we've, we've saved all confusion. What's your brother's most annoying quality? <laughs> quality or habit? Because habit. habit. Let's, say, let's say habit. I know what I find frustrating about him. So you might not even know this one. It's a roast. He does this thing <laughs> where he puts his finger only slightly up his nose. To sneeze. Tickles his nose hair. And then, then does this really annoying kind of like, I'm going to sneeze. I'm going to sneeze kind of face. It's like the anticipation and then sneezes and then does it all over again. Yeah, he pushes, he pushes oh, his finger down. I know this, but so I'm going to do that weird, like, do the flicky thing on your nose that you do. 
and oh, it's yeah, basically it does that. that. The, it's like it's like one of those back of those like tie. And everyone's like, can you please? And cl- like cleaning the snot off my nose. And it's Are you? Like, yeah. Gareth plucks out the nostril hairs. I plucks his nostril hairs and his oh, own ones, and it makes him sneeze relentlessly. And he'll do this for a good half an hour in the car. I get bored. So he does that and goes <laughs> and like that, and then then goes again and just rips be- them out. It's so annoying. I just worry that if he's a nose hair trimmer, they come back like I've got really soft nose hairs, and um, I'm going to sneeze again. I can feel it. <laughs> 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 Seriously, what the, that is what I have to deal with the entire time. Yeah, in but bed. I can't fucking help it. I think I'm allergic to the dog, and it's really upsetting me, and it's really making me like worried. So, Amelia, as you're such a massive fan of the podcast, you know we do something called new deliveries, which is where people write in and talk to them about ridiculous stuff. Now, if you wouldn't mind, would you please read out our first new delivery? Hey, Gareth and Ollie. As the older sibling of five years, I was always made to help out in the kitchen with nibbles when we had guests coming over. It's horrible word, I nibbles. hate the word nibbles. nibbles. Horrible. Literally, yeah. that just made my nipples go yeah. too. Like a nibble. <laughs> I'm a control freak, but especially in the kitchen. And even back then, I would hate it when my brother would try to get involved. He would always come into the kitchen before I had finished prepping my canapes and try to scrounge for food. One time, I was making horseradish prawn mayo crustade cups what Bit the rogue. fuck is that? What the what fuck? What's a Christard cup? <laughs> Who knows? And he was being extra up. annoying and kept on begging for food. So I gave in. I gave him one of the canapes, only instead, I'd filled the Christard cup with a big spoonful of horseradish sauce instead. Delicious. His eyes and nose were streaming for ages, and he never let me forget about it. From Millie. In I'm, London. I'm just trying to... What Millie, is I think you're a superstar cup? because actually I would love just horseradish. I could eat that by the spoon. Also, the hotter the better. Also, horseradish has got something really interesting about it because it's not like a chilli, so it doesn't last in your mouth you're forever. a fucking horseradish connoisseur. I am. I love horseradish. Really? Love you it. literally are so in-depth about this. Adore it. I want a horseradish tasting. I do understand about the nibble situation because there's nothing I hate more and every time we get a Chinese takeaway, and I, I do this sometimes myself, but you know when you're really hungry, you'll be waiting for the delivery and it's there. The first thing at the very top is the crackers. And what people do is grab a cracker and while you're unloading, you go... There is something and you're to be said. so hungry, and you're like, you're eating the fucking crackers. Actually, that story reminded me of when we took mum for sushi, and she thought the wasabi was a sushi item, and took the whole thing, and <laughs> oh, it was literally like, like <laughs> eyes, nose, just like properly on fire. It was classic. So something you might not know is our mother, we find greatest amusement in life, basically. Great. Because we're slightly grating she's sometimes, no. but she's very, very funny. Let's just talk about this. Your mum has a podcast uh-huh. that she basically did for her dissertation. I don't think she's planning on doing any more. I think she's just got the one F. Which is what? you two. I think it's called Through the Looking Glass. Uh, it I is. think. Mainly because I came up with that name. Well, it was about IVF. She's now talking about interviewing trans people. So I'm not really <laughs> sure. So Amazing. We haven't yet discussed this. Mum has been brought onto a master's in magic. Yes. (laughs) So mum has just joined and has been accepted by Exeter University to study witchcraft and wizardry. I think she really gets into it and she becomes like a full-on Satanist and like pagan. I'm pretty sure they don't do that at Exeter. Theoretically, she's going to Hogwarts. Our mother thinks it's a a lovely situation to be a fabulous writer. She's just finished her degree uh, in creative writing. However, I think what she lacks is sometimes imagination. That's so harsh. She will be listening. Mum once called us and was like, I've got it. The title for my next book. And we were like, yes. She goes, it's genius. It's called (laughs) 
the boy with the magic finger. We were like, <laughs> like the magic finger by Roald Dahl. <laughs> like, and she was like, ah, back to the story. Was like, no, if you're going to plagiarise, don't plagiarise Roald Dahl, one of the <laughs> famous literary figures of the 20th century. <clears throat> At oh. one point, mum had to do a political sort of satire satire or something like that i haven't actually read it and it well, i haven't I'm either scarred. but it's basically about boris johnson and uh jacob reese reese moggs um did they have sex? having a threesome yeah in, in the town in big ben big ben honestly and it was put to the theme of dracula and then it was kind of all disjointed it's actually quite interesting did you read it i did yeah well, i would actually I, and i don't think i've read the final piece i'd actually quite enjoy reading the final piece was that early enough in your relationship that you actually wanted to impress mum yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like Good when run. gareth first met amelia and bought her like a methuselah of champagne right i yes. no, it was my favorite champagne and i am an absolute g and i was really trying to get under the table it's still a doorstop in my yeah. house i've kept it also i can't be bought that was the exception. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So, a you know. champagne bottle bigger than my child welcomed the family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way more than your child. Okay, from Harry. I was in the closet, gay younger brother to a fabulous older sister. Growing up, she worshipped the music channels with screams being heard around the house, whether Britney Spears, Beyonce or Kylie Minogue would pop on the screen. It was back in 2004. I was five and she was seven. And my dad gave us the now that's what you call music 59 CD. I'm sure I had that. We loved it. We also discovered the new songs, which was a bit like head, shoulders, knees and toes, but with different words. It fast became a favourite and we decided to perform it as a dance routine of the whole family on Christmas Day. The big day came. We got all of our uncles and aunties and grandparents to watch us perform and sing. We started off with a couple of bemused chuckles, turning into wide eyes and the song progressed before my mum grabbed us and turned off the music. My sister and I were furious that our routine was cut short. <laughs> Years later, after fully grasping what the song was actually about, that I can see my mum wasn't best pleased that her two children were singing <laughs> My neck, my back, <laughs> my pussy, and my crack. My Love neck, the podcast. My best. My shout out to my, my sister Grace for being just the best from Harry. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that is actually very funny. I know a couple of weeks ago we spoke about two become one with the Spice Girls and all these kind of naughty songs. But that, what is it? My neck, my, neck, my back, my, my back, pussy, and my crack. My pussy and my crack. <laughs> that is not acceptable to put on a Now album. I, it must have been bleeped. I also remember we used to do a dance routine performed to the family to Steps Tragedy. Remember? You too. Yeah. How do I not remember this? Because you probably blocked it out because it's probably that mortifying. Is that tragedy when you need a poo and you can't come through? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was also the other day looking for something very innocent on Instagram and I was looking for the tequila song, the old-fashioned tequila song. Yeah. yeah. Tequila. 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 All I could find was give me one tequila and I'll open my crack. Give me one, two. Oh, the, the songs are getting so prolific nowadays. This is Honestly, that it's the only one I could find. Wap. Wap song, isn't it? <laughs> I get a love a bit a of wap. Right. I have another story for us right now. <laughs> when I was about 18 months old, my mum put me down for a nap and went up to the attic bedroom where she was halfway through decorating. I apparently wasn't interested in napping and started trying to climb out of my cot. My brother, who was about four, came in and saw this. So like the sweet boy he was, ran up to tell my mum, 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 Maggie's trying to climb out of the cot. 
My mum replied, go back and play in your room. My brother returned to my room and found me now fully out of my cot and scrambling onto the window ledge. I hope they live in a bungalow. Again, he ran back upstairs to tell her that I was climbing out the window. She told him to stop making things up. So back down again, he came where he saw me crawling towards the open window. <laughs> now I must specify at this point that the window only opened about 10 centimeters. So I wasn't really at risk of falling out. But spatial awareness as a four-year-old isn't super developed. So to Barney, this did not look good. He leant over to pick me up, saving me from the window and carried me up to my mum to prove to her that I was out of my cot. My poor mum was horrified. Needless to say, Barney got a lot of praise for them saving me. And we're still super close, although every now and again, he likes to play the old, I saved your life card to win an argument. Are there any times your parents didn't believe you and thought you were lying? I don't lie, but surely there are times that we've lied to our parents. That's something that we all do. I think the only person you're allowed to lie to really is your parents. I mean, there's like... Did you drink the bottle of vodka and fill it up with water? No, Dad, I didn't. Yeah. We all did that. Yeah, I don't think we've really lied to our parents because they're way more naughty than us. They were, certainly. Um, I can't think of a time that I actually... When when would I have lied to my parents? said you were straight for a long time. Oh, I did. Oh, there's that one big thing. Dad doesn't listen to this podcast. John? I don't think Dad knows what a podcast is. He said he, it's two separate words. I think words. it's absolutely brilliant that Dad does not listen to oh, this Oh, I agree podcast. with you entirely. Let's keep it I way. think he'll really enjoy the episode with the sex therapist. <gasps> okay, so now we've determined that Dad hasn't listened to this and is not going to, we can divulge quite a serious secret. About the ducks. Yeah. Now, don't underestimate this. You might think this is a small deal. This is a big fucking deal. These are like these little wooden ducks you get from like Asia, aren't they? Yeah, so they're like little painted wooden ducks they've probably had for probably 40 years. And these (laughs) ducks sit pride of place on the uh, fireplace. Dad went away and I was staying there with the puppy and the puppy chewed the duck's head off. And to this day, he's never found out. But every time we go to Dad's house, Oliver goes, Ames, uh, where, where's that other duck? I'm sure there's a duck missing. <laughs> he must know. I'm must sure know. that there were four ducks before. I, I went through a stage once when I farted and said mallard. I don't quite know why. I think that was a school thing. I'd be like, and they'd be like, mallard. And I don't, <laughs> I don't really know. For those of you that are listening that haven't actually seen our funny faces, you can see them if you follow TikTok, Instagram. If you follow all of those with Newly Dads, you can get to see us doing this in real life. So follow those. And anyone that wants to do any naughty stories, want the naughty the better, you can email newlydads at jampopproductions.co.uk. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So when I was on my way up here, I did a little brainstorm on the train um, of a few little memories I have from us being children. So I don't know if this has ever been said aloud, but Oliver and I used to play a game. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh God, this is really good. Don't say you've slept with each other. It'd be really <laughs> awkward. I don't I've found out a lot. This is a game we used to play, play a lot. It was the touch no, of touch. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. This is weird. You're too so weird. I nearly brought this up about 20 minutes ago and I didn't because <laughs> I thought it would be too weird. You the kissed the sister. The first thing I have on my list is tongue, don't you? No, honestly, Amelia, this is unfucking acceptable <laughs> we, we used to play a game when we were bored in the car. Oh my God. Mum used bored to be in the car driving. Okay. Mum was very aware that we played the tongue touching game. And we'd be like, uh, 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 oh! <laughs> <laughs> so we this, would touch this, each other's tongues with each other's tongues. <laughs> Basically, my first nog like, oh, was my sister. It was a family favourite. <laughs> I just think that's <laughs> honestly fucking hell. This is I'm not getting okay. really warm again. It yeah, feels like... It, <laughs> Oliver and his friend Louis once wrote a song called The Boy With Crabs. And it goes... Dun, 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 and then Oliver starts rapping. I remember I this being... Story. About a boy with crabs. And that boy was me. Have you got crabs? No, I've never had crabs. No, I was like, there was oh, the a, worms, and now you've got crabs. I'm not he, surprised. He was about 11, and then he graduated to ballads a few years later, and he wrote a song called Transparent. <laughs> Can you sing it to me? Is it, is it, right, I'm I, I, so transparent, and, and she hasn't, hasn't a clue. People always told me to hold on to the one you love. I'll find her one day before the day I die. So Oh God, this has just been one big ache for me this afternoon. Honestly, everywhere we went as children, he used to sing. Honestly, Aladdin on repeat for about five years, but just singing it. You don't sing anymore. I think our original bonding moment as children was a business transaction on the beach in St. Lucia. So we went to a very <laughs> smart wedding where they flew half of Southampton out to St. Lucia. Bride and groom came in on a chopper and we're outside along the railings swapping cakes for a dead snake on the beach with the locals. <laughs> I remember my transaction was a pineapple. They were the local kids and they had found a dead sea snake. And I decided that it was a good idea to swap the pineapple for it and you no, swap the cakes. I think I brokered the transaction okay. and then you performed the trick. I decided to get the dead sea snake <clears throat> during the speeches, ruin the wedding by throwing the snake at the bride. What? For absolute truth. And I threw it on her plate as the speeches were going on. I have no idea why. I was always in such like an a wallflower. It was a dead black and white sea snake, probably terribly poisonous. And I threw it at the bride and during the wedding speeches. And she screamed, jumped up, all on camera. I remember one year, it was April Fool's Day, and Oliver and I and our stepsister at the time put loads of salt in our dad's tea, which we thought was really funny. And then he spent literally the whole morning throwing up. I don't remember that at all. Oh, it was horrendous. And now I felt a, so uh, guilty. Now he's a hot pot. And he actually drank... Fuck oh, off. Oh, he does. He does, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because he probably put salt in his tea. That's, you can't do stuff so like that. He was so sick and he drank it to be kind because he knew there was salt in it, but he was like, no, I'm going to do this to it's make like the Dumbledore. children happen. It's like Dumbledore over Happy. the little fountain. That was awful. You used to pinch. You were oh, a pincher. Oh, we were like... 
physical fighters. In fact, we were like Ross and Rachel when, wrestle. when, when we, we used to wrestle. We were big fighters, but I don't know what it was about. So, so we were just, just, you just proper fighters. I, I used to do this with my brother and I used to just go into the room and he just used to like literally start to battle. I used to have a trampoline. I once kicked him off and kicked him into the plant pot and broke the plant pot. Like we used to go brutal on each other. I, yeah, we used to. This is a sibling thing. Surely this is siblings. You do fight, but you yeah, used to you pinch. You were do. a little bitch. In fact, pinch to it. the point that I've got a picture on my bedroom wall of me pinching Oliver. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's from Granny's house. I don't know why Granny had that framed and put on her wall. I was but when saying, she died, I inherited it. It's on my bedroom wall. I speak to you how many times a day? Mm, it ranges. It depends how many times a day Oliver does a poo. Um, Sorry. <laughs> because he tends to ring me on the loo. But Is that why you're always on the loo for so long? <laughs> no, that's just uh, the process I go through. At school, he would try and hold his poos in for the whole week because he wouldn't poo at school. I can't even but do well, How if do you he, know this level of detail? If he did ever do a poo at school, he'd wait till everyone else went to sleep. He'd then go to the loo and ring me and mum. Hang on a minute. So that's why we bonded. We bonded over pooing. Over pooing. Over doing but crap. it doesn't work the other way. I'm not allowed to ring him when I do a poo. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Thank I you. I find this so fucking bizarre, your relationship. This is really like red flags. Bit late, <laughs> bit late, but red but no, flags. No, we, we, are, we are very close. And that's something that is has been a lovely joy in my life to have someone so close to me. I think the best thing about having a sibling for Oliver is the fact that I moved back home. So when our parents get old, I'm the one that's going to have to deal with it and you're going to be swanning around in London throwing cash at the situation. I think they're very lucky that they're twins and that they're going to be connected and have that bond from the beginning. Um, but obviously they're going to fight a lot as well because that's part of that bond. But yeah, I just think it's brilliant that they're going to share their whole lives. It's amazing. Twins is a very special situation, multiple babies, because you do have that kind of weird instinct. And we don't know this, but it's a weird instinctive. They, they've never known a moment apart from two minutes in their life that they weren't together. And that's because the other one wasn't born yet. But they don't know each without each other. And so it's a really lovely, special bond. Again, I've said this on Giovanna's podcast, etc. the whole time. And I always say this, this is not our lives. This is their lives. Cosmo and Apollo are lucky little monkeys, but I look forward in my life more than anything is to be able to watch those children grow up. Amelia, as ever, there's been laughs and lovely moments and memories. And I just want to take this opportunity to say I love you and thank you for being my sister because you've been wonderful and you do an awful lot in life. And I love that your fact that you are Cosmo and Apollo's auntie and they're very lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me and I love you too. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Newly Dads. We are here every week. Remember, every Tuesday we are on this platform wherever you find your podcast. So make sure you follow, listen, and anyone that wants to do any naughty stories, want the naughty the better, email newlydads at jampopproductions.co.uk. We will see you next week. Come back and see us next Tuesday. listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Gareth Lotlock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. And Newly Dads is a jam pop production. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. Removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.